Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Ells, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right. (laughs) We just saw... Uh, high life and had a uh, recording hiccup and so we're re-recording the intro (laughs) and the count of three we'll give our (laughs) one to ten rating one two three seven point five this is funny because we already did this part so we didn't we aren't surprised (laughs) but jill's feeling kind of uh on the fence i generally liked it and i was talking i was talking about how uh, this is directed by Claire Denis, who is a French filmmaker that a lot of people whose taste in film I respect have talked about her for a while. And this is like the first wide release that she's got in the U.S. under the A24 distribution. Did I see the other Claire Denis movie that you saw? Yeah, 35 Shots of Rum. Okay. So this is only the second one I've oh, seen right. of hers. right. And uh, I think it qualifies as a transgressive film well i would say transgressive light it's not as transgressive as a lot of the ones in that subgenre but in the idea that it uh intends to provoke or disturb the audience as opposed to just entertain um so obviously that type of filmmaking doesn't tend to get a wide release because <laughs> not many people want to go to a movie to feel and i definitely evidence that it was a uh, provocative movie is that I think about four people left during the film. Yeah. One person who seemed like very very upset and the other (laughs) people who were just kind of like I don't think this is for me. (laughs) Right. Um, One was when um, she's going through the black hole in her face. Oh no, no, no. It It was was before that. Someone stabs a guy in the face. But it was also after a pretty violent rape scene. Yeah, and he was he was just like done. Yeah. <laughs> it was really like yeah. clear. Like nope, <laughs> I don't. I don't like this. Yeah. In films. <laughs> and Jill, you were saying that uh, this had a pretty deliberate pace, which is difficult for you often. Yeah, sometimes slow-paced yeah. movies. Um, I, I just have a little trouble with them. Yeah, I wanted to because this is the one that I'm not sure how many people will see. I wanted to kind of give a brief synopsis. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, as we said, it's a slow-moving film, and uh, it's not a very in-depth plot, but it's a uh, kind of one-way mission that a bunch of uh, misfit uh, convicts are taking into space. They're sold on the idea that they're not coming back, but this is for science, so they'll be able to do some good with their lives that they've otherwise wasted. And it looks like they're trying to have babies in space that's one of the missions or one of the objectives and that's been difficult due to the radioactivity and the other one is to observe black holes and to record data that will aid earth in uh, understanding that crazy cosmic reality that is black holes which has been kind of in the pop culture conversation Topical. lately yeah. I know. so good timing on that Claire Denis you didn't <laughs> even know and it becomes clear that the convicts aren't really 
told that they are never coming back. That's true. That that's not made clear That's to true. Them. I forgot about that. I'll be honest, there's a part... Uh, oh, and, and we're also, like, seeing that Robert Pattinson, his character, is a father. And the way a baby successfully was gestated <laughs> and born. And uh, so what I, what I was confused by until the end, I felt pretty stupid. Uh, I didn't realize that Willow was that girl... <laughs> David. <laughs> Until the very end. Like you didn't realize the time had passed? Yeah. Like, <laughs> whoever died. I, thought that, I think the problem was she looked too much like one of the... Like she looked like the girl who stabbed the guy in the face. Oh, I so see. So I was like, okay, so it's just... Uh, oh, uh-huh. Barbara Pattinson and that girl. Um, so yeah, I feel silly for that. But it's an <laughs> it's a experience I had. I tend to miss moments in movies that the... Plaque position isn't um, spoon-fed to you, which I don't <laughs> mind at all. <laughs> but uh, it happens. And uh, I really en- enjoyed... I'm, I'm, if I use the word enjoyed, it's not in the sense that this movie brought me joy. Um, <laughs> I really... I was. It was thought-provoking seeing the sort of sistership that they find that's just only dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it shows how truly um, inhumane this overall mission was. <laughs> that they were just that they were e- sending whoever to dogs, yeah. basically, or or even just that, that they would consider sending dogs out into space, yeah, to see what happens. <laughs> right. Um, it kind of reminds me of the Leica mission, which was one of the first. Okay. So there's a dog named Laika. Oh my gosh, I know. It stresses me out, that story. That um, was sent into space. And it's like, oh, it's just a dog. Who cares if it dies? That was like the idea is that we're going to kill this dog. But I think to me it was also kind of saying like all these convicts that they're sending up are equally not important. You know? Um, But sort of it kind of the, uh, the aesthetic was very 70s. Did you okay. notice that? Uh-huh. Like the computer computers were from the seventies, like a lot of the colors and um, okay. the interior design were seventies, and uh, or I guess the Leica mission happened in the sixties. But to kind of harken back to that time when stage space travel was new, uh-huh. and we were just like science for science, like who cares about like the life that we're snuffing out in the process? It feels like it's kind of hearkening back to that time. Oh, okay. So, uh, I thought that was interesting, sort of, this excitement about collecting data, but this disregard for the people that suffer or die to bring it about. I also was thinking a lot about black holes because of the movie and the photo that was taken. And it looked, the, the photos look very similar to yeah. that. Yeah scene at the end when they decided to go into the black hole I think A24 on social media said like Claire Denis black hole and you know the, the <laughs> credit the photographer who took the photo of the black hole in, in real life and it's pretty pretty interesting how it seems like this movie was well researched in the idea of what would a black hole look like if we right. could photograph it right. well it would look a little bit like this what made me think about or what that made me think about was that we accept that black holes are a real phenomena that, that exist and we're like 
they're out there somewhere and we don't really have any photographic proof okay now we have photographic proof of them so I, I guess I, I believe in black holes but these crazy things that are in sci-fi like parallel universes and the way that our physics behaves like that the small things behave differently than big things I don't know if I really believe that to me black holes are way crazier than this idea of parallel universes or that small things behave differently Mm-hmm. And so, being confronted with the reality of a black hole, here's a photograph of it. You know, try to disregard this photograph. It's, to me, thrusting in front of me even further. Like, these these ideas that we just kind of play around with, that we're like, but no one really believes in them. I want to talk more often about parallel universes. <laughs> I think that's a conversation, whether it's in a philosophical sense or trying to understand it better as a layperson. I think it's time we start talking about this stuff more. Okay, you can find you can find <laughs> someone to do that with. <laughs> Some other time, David. Maybe, maybe, maybe you can let me know what you find out in one of those conversations. Cool. <laughs> that I am not present for. Um, the movie made me think of Room mixed yep. with. M- moon mm-hmm. mixed with some other ooh movie <laughs> monosyllabic <laughs> that ooh. horror film that you were watching with the old blind man and the kids who were oh sure I was thinking that too don't breathe oh, okay it's disturbing mixed with goon <laughs> the hockey movie with <laughs> just for an OO yeah <laughs> title yeah I enjoyed seeing the dad and daughter just exist. I enjoyed seeing their routine and seeing him trying to keep it together as a single parent in space but also trying to keep the spaceship running Mm -hmm. and keep their food source going and all of that. It felt like a uh, bit of an allegory like for for parenthood. Yeah. And single parenthood too. Yeah. And I like the scene where he, when the baby won't stop crying and he's like, you've got to stop or else I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> like you, like, and he seems so earnest. Yeah. He's not joking at all. Right. <laughs> he's like, you have to, you have to. What did you think about what the movie was trying to say about human sexuality? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the... It's many layered. The men are kind of, um semen machines right for you know like giving sperm samples for like and, a treat yeah for, for like a, a little drug uh, high and then it seems like one of the women doesn't want to be impregnated like she really resents that she is the black woman yeah yeah and then the other one really wishes she could be the big booty woman. Big, I know they. That's like <laughs> their nickname her for her, <laughs> and yet they never show her butt ever. So we have no idea what. Uh, they're I thought basing it was just so funny, of. like, like this. I don't know, just a, a kind of absurdist joke to me. Yeah, it's <laughs> really strange. <laughs> like she got that nickname for some reason, and they didn't feel the need to explain that to the audience. But then she. After she gets almost raped, 
or I guess she I, I gets think that raped. qualifies. Yeah. Um, she's talking to Juliette Binoche's doctor character who, and is saying like, I'm never going to be able to have kids, am I? Which I didn't quite understand because then after that, Juliette Binoche like drugs everybody and artificially inseminates her and she has a really healthy baby that actually is viable and succeeds. So yeah, I don't know. So I, I'm, I'm not answering your question about what it's saying about yeah. human sexuality. It's, it's, I didn't, I didn't get like one clear message because <laughs> then they also have this room that they go into if they want to like pleasure themselves mm. and, and it like provides them with any, you know, anything they need for that. So it seems like it's in general discouraging them from actually pairing up and having yeah, consensual yeah. sex. I think you're right. Which I, I don't understand, but that's fine. Um, and then our, the main character kind of out of a sense of um, control maybe like so, yeah. that's something he can control in this situation that he can't right. control very much of um, he kind of abstains from that room like the self-pleasuring room and also from giving he doesn't give samples, samples yeah. yeah and he just focuses on his garden instead so I'm just saying things in the movie. I no, don't, yeah, no, I don't is, actually know what to make of it. The, uh, the, the garden seems to be a yeah, symbol of sort of purity and uh, taking dirty things and making goodness out of them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like I think that they're all the, you know, they show the black water, gray water, um, and then the clean water. Uh, I think that, you know, the gray water is going into the soil and giving okay. them plants and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that there's sort of uh, this very primal attempt to turn these convicts who are, like, dirty and, like, make them yield scientific okay. uh-huh. results. And uh, it's, it's too crude. And uh, it doesn't consider the fact that human beings psychology cannot handle the animal treatment <laughs> right um, and so by Robert Pattinson abstaining from this kind of animalistic behavior that they're like highly encouraged to pursue he he survives the longest uh-huh and is able to actually nurture a child despite the very high risk factors I was just going to add that um, the doctor, Julia Binoche, we find out eventually, like, she's kind of obsessed with making a baby, a viable baby. That's, yeah. like, her obsession. But she's also a criminal. Right. So, <laughs> who killed her own children. Who killed, we find out who killed her own children by suffocating them. So she has this whole other layer of, you know, like, a mom who wasn't, who, like, wasn't capable of nurturing her children for some reason yeah. that we don't know and then becomes obsessed with creating another one yeah. to nurture and doesn't care that it happens to be in space where she will never be able to return to Earth ever again. That, yeah. that to her, it, for her character, seems, like, completely insignificant. Right. 
Um, I think this movie is interesting in that it portrays both men and women as capable of predatory sexual behavior. Mm-hmm. There's the neck tattoo guy who is like just kind of classic rapist. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Julia Binoche's character rapes Pat Robert Pattinson's character. And and Big Booty. Oh yeah, Michael Moore, the uh, the uh, liberal documentarian. Mm-hmm. He tweeted uh, a couple years ago about like you'll never find a a woman who will make weapons of mass murder or um, you know it kind of like lists the women as the fairer sex aren't capable of the destruction of men interesting he was like he was trying he was trying to say that <clears throat> that, that men are problematic um, but I think a lot of women were saying like you're by, by saying this you know yeah. well intentioned thing <laughs> about trying to empower women you're actually removing the agency from women saying that that women can't Right. That they're, that they're not powerful enough to be able to be capable of destruction. And so um, a woman, like, actually picked apart his every single thing. He's like, well, actually, a woman was one of the scientists that came up with uh, the atomic bomb. Uh-huh. <laughs> and a woman was blank. And, and, you know, there are there are women serial killers. And so um, it doesn't actually help us get to a feminist ideal of true, true equality. We need to acknowledge that. Women are capable of just as much as men, both good and bad. Um, so I, I think it, there was a, a layer of that feminist statement in this movie, perhaps, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. we're trying to uncover. Let's reevaluate. Okay. So um, this is this is a tricky thing for a ride home reaction podcasts. If we keep, if I'm really trying to stick to like my reaction, my personal reaction, I'd keep it at a five. I think. Just because I think that's sure what it was for me, but I definitely have appreciated the film more mm-hmm. from our conversation. So I can see the value that it has in your eyes, and I'm sure many others. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate a higher score, but I don't think I'm going to give it for me personally. Sure. Um. Yeah, I thought this is a good one to talk about. It certainly wasn't just all style. Yeah, there's, there's a lot loads of substance to, to it. That I'm sure we didn't. Um, but it, it had great into. style as well, and so I, I, I like a movie with with both of those things going for it. And uh, so I'm going to go up. I'm actually going to go up a bit. I'm going to go up to an eight. Well, that was that movie. Now we're going to figure out where we're going to eat lunch oh, on yeah. our way home. All right, uh, everybody. So, uh, sorry, sorry to deprive everyone of that conversation, but, uh, I think it's going to be a little (laughs) bit less interesting. (laughs) See you later for now. Bye.